If you want a wildly healthy, naturally disease-resistant pet who turns heads and starts conversations with awestruck onlookers, you're right where you belong. This is the Vital Animal Podcast with your host, homeopathic veterinarian, Dr. Will Falconer. So welcome, everyone. We are on episode 42 of the Vital Animal Podcast, and I have the good fortune to interview an expert from Austin, Texas, a veterinarian named Janet Rourke. Dr. Rourke is an expert in essential oils, calls herself the essential oil vet, in fact. So we're really lucky to have her, and she's got some program coming up I want you to hear about. But welcome, Janet. Glad to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Falconer. I It is truly an honor to be on this podcast with you. I've kind of secretly been super fanning you for so, so many years <laughs> since you were from, you know, both being in Austin and whatnot. So it's just, it's just truly an honor to be a part of this. And thank you so much for having oh, me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad you're here. I've always had some interest in these things, but I've never plunged into it. You know, you always select certain things that are that you vibe with. And it sounds like you've really had some early experiences with essential oils that said, hey, this is my modality. I'm going to go deep on this. Tell us a little bit about that history. What got you into that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So actually, it's not like I got out of vet school and was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go be the essential oil vet. That's <laughs> usually not how no, our journeys work no. at all. So what had happened was with me, vet school and after vet school, in my first several years of practice, I started to develop a lot of health issues related to stress, uh -huh. right? So stress and the inflammation in the body. And I had pretty severe headaches, migraines, I was seeing a neurologist here in Austin. And even they diagnosed me with something called ice pick migraines. Wow. <laughs> believe, believe it or not. So like that gives you a good description about how it felt. Ouch. And it was quite debilitating. It impacted my work. I had to take days off obviously impacted, severely impacted the quality of my life and my marriage. And I was on a lot of medications around that, uh, as well as struggling with mental health problems associated with that, not feeling like I was doing a good job and really struggling with depression around that. And so I was on medication for that as well. Uh, good old big pharma. Yeah. And so I actually was looking for anything to help. I did acupuncture, chiropractic, like all the things that I knew about. And then a friend of mine invited me to learn about essential oils a little bit. And I was like, hey, do you have anything for headaches? Because like, I'm really struggling. And she's like, here, here's, here's, she gave me a roller bottle of essential oil that had some mint oils in it. And I smelled it. And I kind of didn't like the smell, actually, to be honest. I'm more of a, I like the cinnamon and the clove, like Christmassy smelling type smells. Uh -huh. And so I was like, mm, that's not really my favorite. And I kind of threw it in my purse and forgot about it. But a few days, a few weeks later, actually, I was at work, working on the computer, and one of them hit. And I grabbed my purse to grab my meds, and I was out of meds. Whoa. And I did not have time to go to the pharmacy to refill them. And so I saw the little roller bottle in there. I'm like, well, let's try it. And I put it on my temples and on the back of my neck. And within 15 minutes, my headache was not only gone, but it did not come back. Whoa. Which is not something my, which is not something my meds did. Right. They like suppressed it a little, suppressed the pain enough to function. And that's about it. And, but this like, and then it didn't come back for a while. And the next time it came back, I used that oil again. And guess what? It didn't come back again. 
And then I went like six months without even having one. And I was getting these almost every single day. So I was just like, this is incredible. And so I was just like being a scientist, right? As veterinarians, we're like, how does this work? Why is it working? And so I like dug into it. I'm like, surely there must be some science behind this. So I started to dig into the research. I got on PubMed. I got on Google Scholar. I started looking at the research articles and I was floored. There are thousands of research articles about how essential oils work and plants work as medicine Ah. and was just like, there's a lot of actual science behind this. The research was real and it was really there. And you know this obviously from all of the herbal stuff you do and whatnot. So it's just really, it was really fascinating to me that there was a lot of science behind it. And so I started using incorporating essential oils into my everyday life for everything because I just realized how many, and you know, I'd been to the doctor recently and my liver enzymes were elevated and I'm like, all right, this is severely impacting my health. So I'm going to use some things to try to get back to health and essential oils were an easy tool that I had on hand. So I just started using them. And then obviously I have a lot of pets and animals in my own home, started using them with them for some day-to-day, somebody got a cut, somebody has a runny nose instead of just immediately going to the pharmaceuticals, right? And I'm kind of naturally minded anyways. I was always really interested in acupuncture and chiropractic and stuff in vet school, but this is my, really my chance to start implementing it. And then about six months into this, like just using them for myself, I had a client with a horse actually that had chronic sinusitis. We had been treating his sinusitis for on and off for about three years. You know how it is in Austin. Anytime the wind changes, everybody's sinuses go crazy. And it was the same thing with him. It was a right-sided sinusitis. And we would give him some antibiotics for a couple of weeks and he'd get better. And then three months later, he'd come back. And we were kind of starting to have the discussion of we might have to do a flush or something more advanced. And his owner just like looked at me in the eyes and was like, Dr. Rourke, is there anything we can do besides antibiotics? I hate giving them to him. He doesn't like them. I know it's not good for him. Very naturally minded person. And I was like, well, I've been researching these essential oil things and we can try it. And if it doesn't work, we can always put them on meds tomorrow or whatever. It wasn't a life or death type situation. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, let's try it. And I did this session on this horse and I kid you not, it was probably about a 45 minute session because I kind of was just experimenting a little bit based on the research. And this horse at the end of this 30 minute session, it was about 30 to 45 minutes. His nose was running. I looked down and there was a puddle about the size of probably about a foot wide of just like snot that had just drained out of his sinus and it was running clear. Ah. And I was like, what just happened? (laughs) And so I was like, of course, that's what happened, you know, to my client. And I'm like, this is amazing. And I drove away from that farm and I said, my life just changed. Like I'm using essential oils in my practice. This is amazing. This is getting results so much faster and so much better than what I have with those more traditional veterinary medicine in certain cases. Right. And so I called back the next day and I was like, Hey, how's, how's Louie doing? And the owner was like, Oh my gosh, he's totally better. Thanks Dr. Roy. Like nothing, (laughs) totally dry. Like I'm like, and not only that, is the next two months when the winds changed again, he did not get a sinusitis. Uh, he got another one about six months later. We did another oil session and that was eight years ago. Whoa. And he hasn't had another one since. Whoa. I know. And for people that don't know medicine, sinuses are really tough to treat because they're, they're hidden away from antibiotic reach oftentimes and the circulation's poor up there. So you can, like this horse had, 
you use round after round of antibiotics and they don't really get cured, right? They just kind of get palliated. Right. So that's yep. awesome. So awesome. We have So yeah, I started using them in my practice. Oh, that's that awesome. Learned everything I could and I I just learned by doing a lot and then uh, read every book I could, ready I still read every research article I can find on it. Sure. I'm a super nerd in that regard. I just really like research articles. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily I do the research so you guys don't. Curiosity is an important <laughs> factor of being a veterinarian, I think. You got to keep, I think so. keep open I think minded so. and keep looking at research and all that sort of stuff. We have a thing in homeopathy we call the homeopathic honeymoon. And I think you had a similar thing. It's like you treat an animal and you go, oh my God, I didn't expect that great of a response to happen. I can't believe it worked. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're giving these micro doses of, of medicine that's so yeah. dilute it's not even physical anymore. And heart disease goes away and epilepsy goes away. And it's like, how did that happen? So it's amazing. You've got a nice dose of reality of what's possible early on. And yep. I think that seals the deal, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. It's literally changed my life completely. Yeah. Yeah. And just love what I'm doing now and helping so many animals. And going online with it, I was able to like reach even more animals and more Beautiful. people and just like, just help people all over the world. I had a friend who, one of my students actually like did in South Africa, helped a dog that would have otherwise died because they don't have the kind of care that we have here in the United States as far as veterinary training and things like that. Uh -huh. And they certainly don't have the funds to be able to pay for their animals as much. And so she was able to help them with some essential oils and literally save that dog's life. Wow. And they called me and they were just like, it's because of your training and because of you teaching up me how to use essential oils with animals. And thank you so much. And I just started weeping. I'm just like, I never yeah. would have thought that this would be possible to have to impact so many, so many lives. Exactly. Um, because not only are the animals lives improved when they're healthy, the owner's lives are improved exactly. when their animals are healthy exactly. as well. Yeah. So I love it. I call it ripples. It's like, you don't know how far it's going to go, right? She's going to tell somebody else and that somebody else is going to tell mm -hmm. somebody else. And Hey, have you heard about these essential oils? That's how powerful the, the connections are these days. We're all more interconnected than ever before. So you're talking to somebody in South Africa. Yes. I've got students in Scotland and here and there. Mm -hmm. and, it's like, hey, we tried this remedy and it did this thing and I got to go tell everybody. Well, yeah, good. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> so with it. all this research that you've studied, I'm really curious about where, where these things take, take their action, their mode of action. Is it brain? Yeah. Is it gut? Is it all of the above? Oh, all of the above. So the cool thing about essential oils that is pretty unlike some of the other even the, uh, the natural modalities that we have out there is that essential oils are lipophilic uh -huh. instead of and hydrophobic. And so what that means is that you can use them transdermally. You can actually apply them to the skin Beautiful. and they absorb into the skin and into the bloodstream very, very quickly. Uh -huh. The molecules in the essential oils are such that the smaller ones can actually cross the blood brain barrier, uh -huh. which a lot of meds and a lot of herbs can't as quickly. And it works very, very quickly. It's um, pretty much throughout the whole body within a couple of minutes of being applied topically, or they can be given internally, and you can use certain ones can be given internally. And then you can obviously diffuse them. And the cool thing about diffusing is olfactory systems in our pets are so advanced are. compared to humans. Yeah. 
And they have so many more millions of olfactory receptors and the vomeronasal organ, which we don't have. And then it goes directly into the limbic system in the brain, which can affect behavior and emotion because it's so closely associated with that behavior and emotions, emotional center of the brain. And you can actually stop anxiety in its tracks. You can stop, you stop inappropriate behaviors in their tracks. You can stop aggression in their tracks because it goes straight to the brain. Wow. It goes straight to the brain just by breathing it in. Ah. And, but the lipophilic nature of them is really, really beneficial for animals that have like vomiting or, you know, they're, they have a lot of inappetence, which of course we see a lot of palliative care type cases. And so you can't get them to take anything internally. Right. And so it gives you an option and it just, and not only that, teaching the owners how to get their hands on the animals and just that connection and that bond is so, so meaningful uh-huh. throughout life. And so, yeah, it absolutely affects the gut because essential oils are really, really smart. They're trying to get the body back to homeostasis. Beautiful, yeah. And so the same essential oil, for example, a peppermint. Peppermint is a plant that everyone knows and it's an essential oil. It works directly on the digestive system. And you can actually give it for an animal maybe that is constipated to help move things along more quickly or an animal that has diarrhea Uh, to slow things down a little bit because it's telling that gut to get back to normal. It helps those cells function normally. It corrects the signals in the body to help it remember what it's supposed to do. And, And the cool thing about essential oils also is that they work really, really well with other modalities like herbals, like homeopathics, Uh, like acupuncture, like a chiropractic, all that stuff, uh like laser, you can use it all together. And it just really have a holistic approach to every individual case that you have, because every animal is an individual. Beautiful, beautiful. And I bet you there's a long history of their use, right? I mean, this must go way back. Thousands of years. Uh I mean, plant-based medicine is from the very beginning. We have 80,000 years ago in graves, people buried buried plants with their dead. Oh yeah. And then all through in Chinese medicine, the book that we use in traditional Chinese medicine, that book talks about acupuncture and things like that, but it also talks about herbs and different plants that you can use to heal. And essential oils got really, really popular kind of in the really like the 1500s, 1600s was kind of their age of popularity. But that's what people used as medicines during the plagues. Oh, and right. they actually they actually protected people. Not only did they enjoy the smells to try and like cover up the stench of the dead, but like they they actually used it to protect themselves. And perfumers were actually were actually kind of immune to the effects of the plague because they were using essential oils in the perfumes. And it kind of went from there and um, they started using them in apothecaries and things like that over the years and really started using them in the Greeks and the Romans and like everybody used them. And they actually started getting out of popularity when... Guess what? Pharmaceuticals came. Drugs came on board. (laughs) And so the pharmacopoeias, they actually used to have like 600 different herbs and essential oils in them. And they slowly dwindled, dwindled, dwindled. And now they have hardly any. And it's just really... It's a lost art, but it isn't really lost because essential oils are actually getting a lot more mainstream now. People know about them and use them. And and I just really enjoy educating people about how to use them properly because they are very potent. They're kind of the opposite of homeopathics, right? You know, you're very, very dilute with homeopathics yeah. and with essential oils, they're actually very, very potent, yes. 70, 50 to 70 times more potent than herbs. And But it's really nice because 
because they're lipophilic and things like that, they're very effective and work very quickly. But on the same token, you do have to be careful and dilute them properly for the size of animal and the species of animal that you're working with. And that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm running the workshop this weekend. And I'm, and I'm just super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that, because it, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on board here. It sounds like you're going to be teaching at some length and it's open to the public yes. for free. Is that right? It's not free. This one's a paid workshop. There is a free kind of introduction video, the top five mistakes people make when using essential oils. Wow. So that one is free. It's a 30 minute masterclass. And I give you kind of like my main, here's how to introduce essential oils to animals Beautiful. kind of methodology. So that's available for free. But up until Saturday, you actually have access to it at the early bird price, which is $149. And we're going to cover safety, self-selection, the basics of essential oils for somebody who is never like you, who doesn't really yeah. use them a yeah. lot or, or doesn't know about them. And we're going to cover a little bit of history as well as drug interactions and ones to be careful with if your animal's on a certain medication. And then we're going to cover some general wellness recommendations, the pillars of health, which I'm sure you've covered with your folks a lot, yeah. starting, of course, with the foundation of nutrition. Sure. And then talking about toxic load and environmental potential, potentially reducing the toxic load in the home by using essential oils for cleaning and grooming and things like that, instead of bleach on the floors, which our dogs walk on, yeah, and yeah. then they lick their paws, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and that toxic load can be really affect them. We're going to, of course, talk about anxiety and stress and senior pets and all the problems that come as our animals age with their joints getting a little more sore. Of course, we're going to talk about cancer and cognitive disorder and losing their sight and losing their hearing and kidney and liver and heart and GI, wow. and all of those things, as well as end of life palliative stuff. Uh -huh. And then we're going to do like an exercise on blending, which is really, really fun because it's like a chemistry experiment. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and that's just day one. Whoa. Like that is day one. This... We're going to cover essential oils from A to Z. We're going to cover oral health and allergies on day two, as well as fleas, ticks, parasites. <laughs> And a little bit on breeding and whelping, not too much because I know that not a lot of people do that. And then introducing a new animal to the home because there's a, some emotional dynamics and stress associated with whenever you bring a new puppy home sure. or a new kitten into the family group, as well as focus on performance animals, all the CCL tears and, and fractures wow. and hip dysplasia and luxating patellas. And then we're going to do a whole session on first aid too. So you can actually do first aid at home with your animals and save thousands of dollars on vet bills. Oh, and wow. we're going to do Q and A's and breakout sessions all through. Oh, so man. all of that probably worth like $5,000 worth of information I would say. that we're giving away for $149. Yeah. And it sounds like it, it would uh, be of interest to veterinarians as well as lay people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of it will be basic, you know, like people like veterinarians know about allergies and we're going to, of course, I'm going to, of course, talk to people about like what, what exactly allergy? allergies yeah. are and stuff. And then of course, get into the essential oils that can help with that. I mean, who wouldn't want to add this tool to their toolbox? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, really cool. So this is put on by Pet Summits, right? Yes. Yes. My friends over at Pet Summits. Oh my gosh. I just love those yeah. guys. They really do a good job with putting a great package together and oh my gosh, tons of bonuses, tons of like, I think we have over 14 bonuses or something on this one, including one on birds and essential oils, as well as using laser 
light therapy with essential oils and a whole lot more, a whole lot more. Yeah, I, I noticed they've really piled on things. I, I did one with them a while back on senior pets, helping the senior guys. And there was all sorts of cool things that were added on for people who joined it. So it, it's, yeah. it sounds like a rich uh, program. Yeah, it's really amazing what they provide. I'm like, wow, that's a, it's just going to be a lot of stuff. And they have a great back end, how they run things as far as like making sure the fulfillment is taken care of and there's customer satisfaction. They're going to like run the Zoom for me, the breakout sessions and things like that. So cool. I don't, I can just focus on the content and delivery awesome. and they could take care of all the tech stuff since, awesome. you know, yeah. I didn't learn a whole lot of that in vet school. <laughs> so. Very cool. So we hear sometimes that there's cautions to be had and especially, I guess, in the cats, you know, who are these sensitive creatures in our world that seem to be more sensitive than most to not only drugs, but environmental toxins and all sorts of things. What's... Yeah, and plants. I, yeah. I hear both sides of it. Yes, you can use them in cats. Uh, no, you better stay away from essential oils in cats. What's your take on that? So, yes, cats are small and you need to factor that in. And cats also, they are true carnivores. They are true carnivores. And so they do have a harder time with some plant-based stuff. They lack a liver enzyme that processes some of that stuff that dogs and humans actually have. Ah. But the, there's some information out of UC Davis, some studies out of UC Davis that show that they do actually have glucuronidation. It's just through different pathways. So it's not the same pathway. It's a little different. The metabolism is a little bit slower. And so the biggest thing with cats that you have to factor in is dilution, making sure you're properly diluting, because again, these are very potent. Most cats are like 10 pounds. Let's not overwhelm them yeah. with so much stuff. Yeah. And as long as you're diluting it properly and you're using a really, really good quality. The other thing with the other problem with essential oils being so mainstream is you can get them from anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can go to the grocery store and get them. You can get a, go on Amazon and get like a whole package of essential oils for $10. Oh, man. Those are not actually essential oils, guys. So those are perfumes. Just consider they smell good, yeah. but they're perfumes, but they're not therapeutic. And they those actually have a lot of synthetic fragrances in them sure. and stuff. Even if it says it's a pure essential oil, just like with herbs, just like with I mean, we don't we don't buy our groceries necessarily off of I don't buy my peaches off of Amazon. You know, I go <laughs> I go to the place that has peaches and sells fresh stuff. And so it's the same thing with essential oils that. The quality really matters. Absolutely. Where the plants are grown, it really matters. Like we can grow lavender in Texas and when you, har you can harvest it and get essential oils from that. But the therapeutic properties of that lavender in Texas that's struggling to survive because it's so hot and it's scraggly and very sad are going to be very different than a plant that's grown in ideal climate, ideal soil in France and Bulgaria, right? Those Google images of the yes. fields, you know, Beautiful. very different, yeah. very different chemistry of those plants because of how they're grown. And so that all that stuff you kind of have to factor in. And a lot of people, a lot of people just choose a brand because they can choose a brand that actually does all that stuff. And you don't have to like go and learn all that stuff and do your research and stuff. But, and, and that's a good way to go as long as it's a really good quality brand. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, brand matters when it comes to cats, dilution matters. And there are some oils that they do not metabolize well at all. Tea tree being one of them, winter green, birch is another one that they just have. I, I just avoid those with cats completely. Interesting. Huh? Birch sounds like it would be mild, but interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's a little hard on those livers uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> for those little guys. It's just super strong is the thing. And it's a really commonly adulterated oil as well. 
very commonly adulterated. Yeah, here in India, they talk about essential oils in this product and that product. And I've tried a few and it's obviously perfume. It's just cheap. Perfume. You know, well, it gives you a headache, right? Yeah. And that's not, essential oils should not do that. No, so. no. so it's buyer beware, like many, many areas, yeah. especially today as people mm -hmm. are getting a little more devious about trying to make money and <laughs> take shortcuts. Oh, yes. It's all capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism at its best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like peanut butter, right? Like you have natural peanut butter that you can get. Yeah. And then you have name brand peanut Hydrogenated butter. Hydrogenated oils. It's literally pure sugar and like barely any peanuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big difference. Yeah. Well, I recently had somebody write me, Janet, who said, I've got this dog who's thunderphobic. And it's a three-day ordeal. I guess the dog probably senses the storm coming, then the storm is yeah. there for day two, maybe, and then it's still recovering in day three. And frenzied behavior and any any hope for an essential oil fix for this poor dog? Yes, actually, there is some hope. Sometimes it takes a few times, but I've had many, many thunderphobic dogs that were Oh, I actually have a picture in actually in the masterclass. I think we talked about it. There was one case that I had that same thing, totally freaked out the dog like hours before, not three days, not that bad, but for hours before the storm, hide in the bathtub the whole time, shaking, screaming, tearing at the doors, ripping doors down, yeah. self-destructive yeah. behavior, just because they're in a total panic. They're in total fight or flight. Yeah mode and they were like what do we do and they started using essential oils topically and diffused that are really good for calming and again like i said it affects the brain very quickly. very quickly yeah. and if you can get it right before the storm starts if you check the weather make sure it's coming i'm sure this person obviously checks the weather a lot sure. if, if they're dogs like this and then get it going ahead of time we have oils that actually work on the endocannabinoid system as well so i'm sure you've heard about sure. cbd oil some concerns about that with potential THC and stuff like that. So, and there's a lot of science behind both of those, those compounds, but essential oils can, that don't have those potential side effects, not cannabis actually work on those same receptors in the cells oh. and can actually calm the nervous system down and stop that panic before it starts. And I have this, a picture of this dog during a storm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> So, I mean, the essential oils can definitely help. And, and I mean, the ones that I would start with are very obvious ones like lavender, Roman chamomile. Copaiba is the one that works really significantly on the endocannabinoid system uh -huh. that I would definitely consider for that particular dog. I would use that one internally. I'd use internal oils with a dog that serious as well. But it's a process, to, a little bit of trial and error for that individual trying to figure out, okay, which ones are going to work for this particular animal? Sure. And we're going to actually go through that during the session, like how to do self-selection and let the animal choose which one that they need at that given time. And it's a really beautiful process and it's a way to communicate with our animals. And instead of just like forcing a pill down their throat yep. kind of a situation, yep. which we do with, with pharmaceuticals, we let them choose. And then they're like, and the ones that they like, they're just, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing ever. I love it. They like rub their face on it. They try to eat it. Uh, they try to steal the bottle from uh, you and run uh, away. Uh, and the ones they don't like, they're like, mm, thanks. Uh, maybe another day, mom. Oh, beautiful. And, and so we can actually, even though there's so many choices, we can offer those choices to the animal and let them tell us, okay, which one do you need today, babe? Uh -huh. And they will tell us. And it's, it's a really wonderful, wonderful process. Ah, beautiful.
Beautiful. So everybody, this is episode 42, and we're going to have links for you to join Dr. Janet Rourke on her workshop, which is free, and on her paid course, which is really going to be in-depth and, and tell you all you probably need to know to be a good essential oil prescriber at home. So episode 42 is reached very easily by just going to vitalanimal.com slash forward 42, vitalanimal.com slash 42. So Janet, tell us how people can find you and we'll have a link to your workshops, obviously in the show notes, but tell us yeah. just online, where do people find you? Sure. I'm, you can go to my website, essentialoilvet.com is probably the easiest. And then I'm on social media, Facebook and Instagram specifically essential oil vets. Awesome. <laughs> so I keep it really easy. Simple, <laughs> simple, beautiful. And this workshop is coming up what dates? It is May 20th and 21st or when we're going to be live. And if you do register at the early bird price, you do get lifetime access to those recordings as well. Awesome. So. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Really cool. So this is a powerful modality, everybody. It sounds like it's one of those things you want in your toolbox. It's all natural. There's some ins and outs about it you want to learn, and you want to learn from an expert. You know, you don't want to just go out and buy junk and think it's going to work. So Dr. Janet is the one to learn from, it sounds like to me. She's had lots of experience with it, had earth-shaking experiences in her own self. So those sorts of things tend to send somebody down the rabbit hole rather deeply. They, they want to learn all they can. And like she says, she's a, she's a big research nerd on this. So I think it's a great opportunity for everybody to take advantage of. Dr. Rourke, thanks very, very much for coming on. It's really an interesting area, and I'm sure my people will be really jumping into your workshop as quickly as they can. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be sharing this in this modality. We've never done it this way before where it was so comprehensive, and it's just, it's a really exciting opportunity. and. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so, so much for inviting me. I love talking to people about my story and how they can start incorporating essential oils in their home and in their toolbox to save money on veterinarians as well. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Until next time, remember to find the show notes for us at vitalanimal.com forward slash 42. This is episode 42. And you'll have links to get the, the workshop underway with uh, Dr. Rourke. And you'll have links to get to her website in case you missed that URL she called out. And probably some more goodies for you there. So thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time. And keep on listening. Keep on being uh, health conscious for your animals and making those wise choices for them. Bye for now. Bye.